how far has excitement gotten you in life? If you're a seven on the Enneagram, like I am, maybe pretty far. Maybe being excited about something helps you get into action and take the next step. But what happens when excitement and encouragement aren't enough? Where do we go from there? Well, you're going to find out. Stick with me and let's dig right in. Welcome to Honey Hush, the podcast for up-and-coming and established leaders alike. Every week, we discuss how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you are a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush is for you. Now, here are your Hive hostesses, three Southern businesswomen who know a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees, Lacey, Michelle, and Elizabeth. Hey, it's Lacey again. Thanks for joining me here. I'm really excited about today. This is something that has kind of been brewing in my mind over the last week or two as I've been reading a new book that I'll share with you, and I love it. And this idea has really kind of been a light bulb. I have lots of light bulbs, if you have not yet noticed. And as I am learning more about myself, my leadership style, my leadership shortcomings, I'm learning that the idea of encouragement and excitement just aren't enough for some people to get into action and to start achieving success. And so as I've been rolling this idea around in my head and looking at the people who I work with on a daily basis and how this could be affecting them, it's really, I think, could be a groundbreaking topic for us to talk about together. So this episode is for you if you are leading a team if you are working with other people in a team-oriented environment, if you're trying to get productivity out of a group of people or one person, I think that this could really be powerful and I would love to know what you think about it. So as you're listening, uh, if you'll screenshot this and tag me and let me know that you're listening, I would love to personally follow up with you and just see if this is something that you can identify and resonate with yourself. So Let's talk about excitement. I am someone who really can get excited about pretty much anything. I can get excited about a new find at the grocery store. I can get excited about a goal that is being offered to me. I can see a carrot dangling out in front of me and I'll go get it. But that doesn't always mean that I have a great plan to put into action. And it certainly doesn't mean that everyone can be as motivated or um, can as quickly get into activity just by being excited about something as I can. I'm also not saying that it's a strength. (laughs) I would also even admit to you that disorganization can come with that because I see something, I get excited about it, and I jump in before I really even know what I'm doing sometimes. And so with that being said, I think it is worth looking at what needs to accompany encouragement and excitement as we are using these things to lead people well. And I've kind of come up with this four-step process that I think really Really can be effective. I think that casting vision and encouraging people and getting them excited about something is so important, but that can't happen alone. We have to accompany excitement and encouragement and casting vision with a couple of key things. And when we do that, I really think that we create a recipe for other people getting into quick activity and accomplishing a goal and creating healthy habits, which we'll talk about, and really just seeing success. I think we could be onto something here. So let's start with vision. 
we, we talk about casting vision. We've talked about it several times here. It's one of my favorite things to do. So it's important to cast vision. But what does that do? Casting vision needs to create hope. The point of casting vision for someone is to give them hope that they can achieve X, right? So we're explaining to them, here is what this could look like. If you accomplish this goal, this is what you're going to get in return. So that's casting vision, but it needs to come with some hope behind it. They need to look at that and say, wow, I'm hopeful that I could do X, right? So we need to be giving them hope along with the vision that we're casting, and that's going to give them you know, a desire to get into some activity, right? So vision creates hope. That's our first point. Point number one, you can write that down. Vision is going to create the hope that we need. Once they have hope around whatever scenario this is, that's going to allow them to get into action. We have to come to them with an action plan. We have to give them whatever tool that you're using. Maybe you already have that created in your business model. Maybe you need to create one. Maybe you have a system in place with your company or whatever that you can easily put down in front of them and they know what what step one is, where they need to start. So once we've created hope with our vision, we've got to give them an action plan and them getting into action and executing this action is going to create fruit. So hopefully out of their action, they see fruit in some form. You know, for me, I really, when I started this job that I'm in now, I needed a paycheck. I wanted a paycheck. I was doing this for financial and business gain. And I got that. I got what I needed. I got initially what I was wanting. However, I learned quickly that the more important fruit that I was experiencing and seeing in my life was the fruit of personal development. And I think that is so important because what started to happen was I started to see a path of larger financial gain and bigger numbers that could be a possibility, but that didn't happen. I wasn't growing as fast as I wanted to. But the fruit that I was seeing was in my own personal development, in my own heart, the things I was learning about leadership, the things I was learning about where I was lacking in my own leadership skills. That to me was fruit that I was really able to see coming out of the action that I was getting into. Now, what does fruit do? Fruit, once we're seeing fruit and we feel like we are producing that, that is where our motivation to replicate it comes in. So I'm going to remap out this four-step process because I've already gotten through it. It's actually super simple. Number one, vision creates the hope that people need to get into action. So number one, vision creates hope. Number two, action creates fruit. Once we're bearing fruit, once we see productivity, we've got fruit and that creates our motivation. So point number three, fruit creates motivation. And number four, motivation creates the ability to replicate. We've got to be able to use the things and the productivity that we're seeing to become motivated enough to do it all over again. We've got to get back into action. We've got to go back to our action plan. Maybe our action plan is different. Maybe our plan of activity and our path forward now has been adjusted or maybe it's different, but maybe it's the exact same. What if it's the exact same thing that we have to go back and just start over and replicate and do it over and over and over again? Well, if we're bearing fruit, then we're motivated to go do it all over again. And I think that that is where I have found myself in the past skipping to the motivation part. I was trying to motivate people without really casting a vision for them, without really giving them the hope of what could could come or what could happen without even giving them an action plan for them to try it for themselves, to even start to bear fruit. I was skipping all the way to this third step and then expecting them to replicate it. 
And that doesn't always work. In fact, more times than not, it does not work at all. And so if you find yourself in a place where you don't know why the people around you aren't where you are, they're not matching your effort, they're not trying as hard as you, they're not as excited as you are about what you're doing, where are you in leadership of them in these four steps? Have you cast a vision? Do they have any hope for where they're going? Do they trust you where you're taking them and where you're going? That's a really big one. Are they seeing, are they getting into action? And is that action creating fruit? Is there fruit creating motivation for them to do it again? And I just think that this is so simple and it's so almost elementary when I look at this all broken down. But I really think that for me personally, this could be the key to a lot of growth. So the book that I'm loving right now is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Several friends and I are reading through it and talking about it once a week, and it's just been really eye-opening. Creating habits, creating structure, doing things over and over again is not a strength of mine. If you have listened to any episodes of mine, if you are familiar at all with my personality by now, that's probably not a shock. And I'm just learning that there is power, however, in creating habits and healthy habits and in replicating the things that are going to continue to make me successful. The book talks about, you know, voting for good behavior in your life. So if I make a healthy decision at lunch time, if I choose a healthy food, that's me making a vote. That's casting a vote for a healthier version of myself. Um, that's something that has really stood out. And I think that's so applicable to what we're doing here. You know, when we are sharing an action plan with the people that we are leading and that we're working with, are they going to be voting for a better version of themselves in whatever job you're in as they execute this plan of action? So I really encourage you to pick up this book. It's Atomic Habits, um, an easy and proven way to build good habits and to break bad ones. Um, again, it's by James Clear. It has been just so eye-opening and simple, yes, but effective. And I'm not all the way through it yet, but I'm already out of highlighters <laughs> and pen and paper um, just from taking notes. And I think that this is going to be something that I definitely refer to time and time again. You know, when you hop on a podcast with me, you know, you're going to hear about the Enneagram. You know, I'm probably going to ask you to pull out your pen and paper and take some notes. And from now on, you'll probably be hearing a lot about this book as well. So I would love to know if this has just been a light bulb moment for you, if you can identify any place in your life where you could implement this four-step process, um, just reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram as always at Lacey underscore lately or at Honey Hush Hive. You can just message us there and we can get connected. Um, this is a conversation I would love to have with other leaders and entrepreneurs. And so if this is something that you would like to just give me your feedback on, I would really appreciate you reaching out. Please subscribe here. We've got some great things coming up this fall and would really love for you to be a part of it here on the podcast as you continue to hear from Elizabeth and Michelle and myself. We're thrilled to just be creating some content that we really think is going to be exciting for you in the weeks to come. So um, as always, it is super short and sweet, but I, in my life right now, I don't have a ton of time. When I sit down and pop my earbuds in, I need people to give me short and sweet nuggets of wisdom. They're going to pack a big punch. And when you listen to these podcasts, I hope that that's 
what you feel that you're getting. So it's my joy to do it. I'm really excited to continue to put this plan into place in my own life and in my own business and would love any feedback or story that you have yourself of how this could play a part in what you're doing as well. Don't forget to reach out to me on social media, email, however you want to do that, and we'll be seeing you next time on Honey Hush. Honey Hush.